I am Max Tainter with the county's communication and public engagement team. I'm filling in for Rashida McDaniels, who couldn't be here, and I'm hoping to convey half of her awesome personality. Um, we're going to talk today about Buncombe County's Racial Equity Action Plan. As folks may know, last fall, the Buncombe County Board of Commissioners passed a resolution declaring racism a public health and safety crisis. At the same time, they also passed a resolution committed to reparations. I'm here to let you hear from an expert on this matter, D.K. Wesley, Buncombe County's Assistant County Manager. Thank you for joining us today, D.K. Thank you, Max. I'm happy to be here today. I appreciate the time that's been given to have a conversation about our work around racial equity. So thank you. Great. So before I get uh, into what the plan is and how it's going to impact the community in many great ways, let's talk about the group that created this plan. Can you tell me about the racial equity action team that the county created? Absolutely. Um, so the uh, equity and inclusion work group for the county is an internal group currently. Um, and the group consists of members of staff from across the county. So we have participation from uh, every department. Probably out of the 30 departments that we have, we probably have someone from about 25 of those departments. So we're real excited about the diversity of thought that we have on that group. Uh, the group started uh, in earnest February of 2020. So a lot of the work started uh, prior to the pandemic hitting. So we got the opportunity to have one in-person um, meeting, and then we had to switch to virtual. But this group has been working really hard over the last year or so, uh, first doing level setting, uh, making sure we were all on the same page with regards to definitions, uh, what we understand about equity in the, the county and, and worldwide, right? Um, we also spent some time um, focusing on data, like looking at some of the disparities across the county. And that really brought us to a place of wanting to focus and start with racial equity uh, as we build out that plan. And one of the big things that's coming from this group is this racial equity and action plan Buncombe County is looking to get community input on now. Can you tell us about that? Absolutely. So the plan is in draft form. And what's very important to us is that this is not just a Buncombe County government plan. This is a community plan. And so we've spent some time drafting the plan with getting feedback from our internal organization. We're now in the community feedback phase. So uh, we have three community sessions. We've had two so far. And so thank you to everybody who's participated in that. It's been, it's been really great. And we have another one coming up on April 21st. Uh, and so during those community sessions, we spend a little time talking about the plan, reviewing the action steps, and then opening it up to any questions or dialogue that our public may have. In addition to those community plans, we're having stakeholder sessions. So um, we're looking at, if you look at the plan, the plan is really uh, organized uh, based on topics. And so we're having stakeholder sessions with uh, our health um, partners, our educational partners. We have a session for our Latinx community. We have a youth session coming up. And we also have a session for our justice folks. So we're trying to spend some real uh, in-depth time with those uh, subject matter experts to make sure that the plan is, is really where it needs to be before it's adopted by our commission. And what are the type of inputs you're wanting from the public and stakeholders in these planning sessions? Yeah. So um, as I mentioned before, it's a community plan. And so much of the community focused strategies, we know that we can't do on our own. There's no way that we can make impact and progress just as Buncombe County government. There's a lot of partners out there that's already doing equity work um, and already making movement. So what we want them to do is look at the plan and are these strategies sound, right? Are they realistic? Are they feasible? 
Um, another thing that we're really going to be looking to our community partners for before the plan is published is any feedback on outcomes and measures and how we can partner together to realize those outcomes. Um, after that, we'll start implementation, and it's really going to be a lot of hard work and partnership and collaboration to develop initiatives, policies, and procedures to move the work forward. And I encourage everyone listening to check out this plan. If you go to buncombecounty.org, you can find it. Um, I don't know the exact route to get there, but I Google Buncombe County Equity Action Plan, and it's one of the first ones that show up. And definitely um, try to sign up to give your input to one of our upcoming community sessions. Our next one is taking place on next Wednesday at 11 a.m., and you can sign up at buncombecounty.org. So um, let's talk about what led us up to the moment of needing this plan. Okay. So um, as you, you all are probably aware, our county administration is pretty new. So our county manager, Avril Pender, has been with the county two years now. Um, and the two assistants, myself and Sybil Tate, started in July 2019. Um, but in pretty short order, we recognized, uh, just by looking at the data, having conversations with our staff and with our community members, that there was some intentional work that needed to happen in the county around equity. And that's just not racial equity, that's equity of all kinds. And so we started making plans to, you know, talk about how we can move this, this, this forward. We don't have a dedicated office currently, and so we've, you know, solicited experts throughout our county and our staff to try to, to work on this. And that's kind of how the, the equity and inclusion work group came, in, came to be. Um, it was important to us to make progress to ensure that all of our processes and policies are equitable uh, through implementing an equity action plan. Um, also, um, we have a, a, a goal which is, is, I believe, not unattainable, right, to have a very inclusive environment for all of our staff to make sure our staff feels welcome. Um, in addition to that, it's also important to us that we are providing equitable services to the residents of Buckham County. So the first thing to do is to, to start the work. You know, no matter if, how much resources you have, you got to start somewhere, right? And so I think we've done a wonderful job with starting this work and that um, the culmination of this beginning work was the equity, equity action plan. So you say um, we've been connecting with education partners, as you said, justice services partners, housing partners, rec everything, recreation, everything. So how do all of this? How does all of this planning translate into policy? Absolutely. So you mentioned earlier that the commission did pass um, a uh, resolution on reparations, also uh, a resolution declaring racism uh, a public health and a public safety crisis. And if you look at the plan, you'll see that there are very specific strategies in there to help eliminate the disparities in these different areas. Um, so the plan is going to work on strategies and initiatives and evaluate our policies that we currently have, identify any gaps in those policies to help um, improve the disparities. The goal is to eliminate disparities. There shouldn't be a time where race is the indicator of outcomes for anyone in our community or in our nation. And so it's you have to do take the small action steps to move that forward um, as we review our policies we'll be bringing forward those policies to our commission to evaluate a need to revise those policies a lot of them are very antiquated um, created in a time where we weren't thinking about equity you know intentionally right we weren't thinking about it so we hope that that review will bring us to a place where we have either new policies in place uh, new processes and procedures and new innovative ways to connect with our community Great. Um, 
can can we what are some examples of things we're specifically working on to improve with our policies let's let's talk about um uh with with the justice services program absolutely um so this is very um close to our hearts right now today right we recognize that in asheville buncombe county we have a disproportionate rate of community violence right with our um in our communities and so one of the strategies here is to develop develop a strategic uh, plan for for justice initiatives to try to increase community safety and in and decrease community violence so um, you may have seen some media around an initiative that we have where we're working with community partners to uh, develop a program to reduce community violence um, the main contributor to that is spark um, we're also working with my daddy's taught me that um, Umoja, uh, as well as a couple of other pro nonprofit entities. So that's an example. Um, you may have also seen uh, in the past some of the justice work around uh, community engagement. So some of that work has already started, and what our goal here is to really continue that and enhance it and then track it, you know, hold ourselves accountable for the things that we want to accomplish with this racial equity action plan. And how are we going to hold ourselves accountable? We're, we're going to create a lot more... Um a lot more programs and work with a lot more community partners. How are we going to relay that information back to the community on our successes? Yeah. So, of course, a plan, uh, if it's not measured, nothing happens, right? And so the measurements is going to be a key part of our reporting back um, to our leadership and also to our community. Uh, we started training staff internally on results-based accountability, um, and that's really a mechanism uh, for us to really look at community-level progress, right? Um, we're working now on building a, a external website and other innovative communication uh, venues to report out our progress um, through our measures. So each strategy in each focus area has a department that's accountable for it. So that's one way you hold people accountable. You got to assign it to someone because uh, if everybody's doing it, nobody's doing it, right? Um, so there's going to be an assignment and some accountability through our organization to make sure the work is getting done. We'll be reporting out to our commissioners uh, on a quarterly basis. And on that website, we're working on creating a dashboard, right? So each one of our indicators will have an outcome measure and we'll be tracking our progress and communicating that back out to the community. Uh, in one of our sessions, one of the um, folks that participated did offer uh, that we really need to be innovative and make sure that the information is going to everybody, you know, people that don't have internet, people that don't have access to the website. Um, you know, you're on the community uh, communications and public engagement team. So we're going to get really innovative. And so we'll have sessions, we'll have dialogues, we'll have opportunities for people to share in many different ways. And we'll be creating that continuous feedback loop uh, to make sure that people know what we're working on. I think that's great. It's a matter of accountability towards the community because that's what we're trying to to make impacts on is our community. Absolutely. So speaking of our community, tell me about some of the ways that this group plans to make impacts on our local community. Um, what are s some of the action steps that uh, we're either planning or have already planned? Yeah, so we really want to give the community the opportunity to get engaged, right? Um, to feel comfortable with being engaged because we know that there's lots of work that's happening out there but we want to collaborate more uh, as a government uh, with our community partners to to get things done so in the plan you know after the plan is implemented one of the strategy is to create uh, community listening sessions where we're listening to the community not necessarily the community listening to us we're hearing from them 
Um, we'll have opportunities to report out the work, but we want to be able to, to share and show that this is a dynamic plan. It's a dynamic plan and we're going to be monitoring it to see what's 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 going right you know who's being harmed what's happening and we'll make adjustments based on the feedback we get not only from the data but also from the stories we hear from the community so we want them to get involved another thing that we want the community to get involved on is representing in, on our boards and commissions so there's a strategy in there um, that talks about having more diverse boards and commissions our, our board appoints uh, our community members, and we want to make sure that we have representative representation from across our, our community. And um, I want to remind the, the listeners that uh, if you go to buncombecounty.org slash commissioners, you'll see a list of all of the um, boards and commissions that Buncombe County is involved with, and there's always applications available, to, and there's always openings in the boards, or there's sometimes openings, and there are more boards than I can feel comfortable mentioning, but well right. over 25 or 30 or 40 maybe. So it's it's great to get involved for sure. Absolutely. So um, what are you hearing from the community in these listening sessions so far as some of the priorities? Yeah, so I think um, the sessions have been so uh, endearing for me. Like I'm absolutely excited about hearing from folks. And so um, they're glad that we're doing something, right? They want action. That's what I'm hearing. They, they think the plan, the draft plan is very impressive, it's comprehensive, but they're ready to get to action. And the good thing is they're ready to, to they want to know how they can act uh, and help us with this plan. Um, we're getting some, uh, some other comments and we've act, we have an input form where people can give comment, you know, after the sessions, we're getting a lot of feedback coming in. And so our team is consolidating that feedback and we'll be looking for trends, right? What are the things that the majority of our, our listeners or our community members want to see in the plan? Uh, and we'll be really intentional about making sure we make changes to that plan based on that feedback. So we're hearing, um, action, let's do it don't let it sit on the shelf. And I can tell um, everybody listening that that absolutely will not happen because we're building structure in our infrastructure in Buncombe County government to make sure that that doesn't happen. So we're hearing that. Um, we, have, we have more specific questions during the stakeholder sessions, uh, questions about you know infant mortality, some of the things we can do to improve that, our justice. Um, and they're also saying data. Like we're hearing, let's make sure that day, this is a data-driven plan and, and data is used during the implementation, which are all things we plan to do, but it's good to hear that we're on the same page with our community members. Yeah. Um, so there's been a lot of talk in Buncombe County and the city of Asheville about reparations. And we a lot of the questions that we've been getting, because I've been going to these community meetings mm -hmm. also, is what how is this connected to reparations? Is it? Um, so I'd say it, it's not directly corrected to what you consider traditional reparations, but our commissioners did pass a community reparations um, resolution apologizing for um, the harm that has been done to the black community and also making a commitment to invest in and improve. So in that resolution, they also directed staff, uh, the ENI work group specifically, to come up with a plan and to make um, race a priority in the plan. And so that's kind of how it's evolved that way. Uh, if you look at the plan, you'll see specific areas. Again, we talked about that housing, um, health, justice, uh, the equity, uh, the wealth gap, all those disparities, the, the commission through that resolution has directed us to work on it. And so that's translated to our racial equity action plan. Um, so in that way, it is linked to reparations, right? 
Um, we are still continuing to work and plan with the city of Asheville on the actual reparations commission and progress has been made in that planning. Uh, so that's a separate effort, but it's all tied to improving outcomes for our BIPOC community. Yeah. So you you talked a little bit before about how the community get can get involved as far as the community input sessions that we're doing, but what are some of the ways that the community, um, can really get their feet on the ground with this. Right. So I, that'll happen after it's adopted, right? During implementation. Um, again, one of the things that's cleared us that we can't do it by ourselves, right? And so we'll be looking for the, the community to help partner with us and collaborate. I'm assuming that there will definitely be initiatives that come out of this plan and we'll have to have prop, uh, partners to help us implement it because we can't do it on our own. Um, the other thing is, I think, to hold us, you know, keep us honest on it. Pay attention. Stay engaged. And if you see something that doesn't necessarily feel right to you about the direction we're going in, let's talk about it, right? Let's dialogue. So for me, that's an important part of it outside of the initiatives and programs and strategies um, that we expect to partner with community partners to, to, to bring to life. I think it's the the um, engagement from a dialogue perspective to that that's going to be really critical for this plan to be successful. And I like that this is um, this is a plan that we're asking. It's not a, a Buncombe County plan, as you said. It's a community right. plan. We're looking for community groups. We're looking for neighborhoods. We're looking for individuals. We're looking for churches to all be involved in this. Yeah. So one of our our sessions were with uh, faith leaders, right? And that was. Uh, very exciting session. They are very, they, the, one of the questions that our faith leaders asked was, what can we do? So what do you want us to do, right? And so we made note of that. We have to be very specific in our acts for partnership. You know, I'm very high level on this, this session saying, you know, we want to partner. But when we go through implementation, it's going to be very direct ask on what we need from the community to make sure it's improved. Uh, make sure it happens. And we want that same direct dialogue coming back to us, right? If it's not working, let us know. Uh, if it's working well, let us know that too. We like we like positive comments as well. <laughs> so, could you talk a little about about the timeline of this? Uh, what's uh, how long are we taking input? When's this going to the board of commissioners? When are we going to start seeing like the re the reflections of this plan? Right. So the the community input will end uh, at the end of this month. So we're taking all comments from our community sessions and anything that gets sent in um, through April thirtieth. Then we'll spend some time consolidating that and making updates to the plan. The goal is to bring this forward to our commission uh, at uh, its first June meeting, uh, probably the last May meeting or the first June meeting, uh, for consideration. Um, so we'll have a briefing. Community will have opportunity to provide comment um, at the commission's meeting before they vote on it. And once it's, it's uh, formally, officially voted on, we'll start implementation. And so... Uh, the plan is a five-year plan. We know that a lot of this can't be done in five years, and so we'll. that's why it's a dynamic plan. But we'll be reporting out, um, likely the first report out on the plan will likely be in the fall, late fall of 2021. And that's where we're going to like showcase more of the action steps that the plan Absolutely. is going to involve. Yeah. So a, a big part of that is the measures. And so we're starting to train staff on results-based accountability. And so we hope to have our measures defined, clearly defined through the summer, and then uh, be able to pull that data and report out 
where we are and if we've made any changes over the last, because we've been doing some of the work. We're not waiting on the plan to be adopted before we start the work. So hopefully by late fall, we'll be able to show some um, level setting on where we are and perhaps we may see some improvement. You know, it's kind of early to see improvement that quickly, but it, at a minimum, we'll know where we are and how we need to move forward. Um, and if you want to see the plan again, it's housed at buncombecounty.org. The drafts are available in both English and Spanish. And um, like I said, I don't know the exact pathway, but if you just Google Buncombe County Racial Equity Plan, it'll show up pretty easily for you. And obviously this topic, um, I've been in a lot of community situations with you and talked with you and interviewed you, you multiple times about this. This is definitely something you're passionate about. Can you talk more about like what you want the community to know about this from from you. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm a part of the community, right? Um, I'm a descendant of slaves, right? So I understand um, the history that comes comes with this, right? So I know there's a lot of skepticism. There's some doubt, you know, some distrust about equity work. Like, are we really going to do what we say we're going to do? Um, and what I'd like to share is that we are very serious about this at the county. We have a partnership from our commissioners to our county leadership and we've already started integrating it through our organization and so what I want to say is you can trust us with this right we're going to we're going to do the work but we can't do it by ourselves and so um, that's that's really where where I want us to start with trusting each other more and you know the leadership in the county is going to work to build that trust because we know it's our responsibility as well so get excited about the plan we're excited about it so get excited about it okay it it shows that we have about five minutes left in the show um i guess the only thing i can i can ask about next is um how I mean, we've, we touched about this before, but we have this plan coming out and we're going to show what the steps are probably in the fall. Um, how, how can, can you just uh, briefly talk more about the idea of the specifics of accountability for this? Like, and yeah. as, as far as you, you mentioned, departments will be involved, but what are some of the ways that we want the community to be involved after the plan is already intact in how can they stay up to date with what the plan involves and what specifically touches them yeah so well, there'll be more information coming about about what that specifically looks like right but I'll talk more about the accountability and this is probably getting more detail than you want to hear but um, many of you may know about performance management and accountability in organization the private sector does it public sector does it right and so one of the things that we've already started to do is we've integrated equity in our departmental uh, development plan. So every director within our organization that reports through the county manager has specific equity goals, right? Um, and so we'll be tracking that on a quarterly basis, on an annual basis. So there'll be very concrete accountability for what we're doing. And that goes all the way up to the assistance, right? Um, so though that's more personnel related, it is a way that we're building in our structure to make sure it happens. Um, from a community perspective, I think the report arts are going to be essential to holding each up so we hold each other accountable. Um, we're in a pandemic now. We can't get together like we'd like to, but I'm hoping, you know, by the fall, winter, or the beginning of next year, we'll be able to really sit down and have conversations about the plan, look at the data, and develop programs and initiatives together. Um, every, every step of this implementation, the expectation is that community will be involved in it. 
So there's I can't think of a, a part of the plan where we won't be uh, actively engaged in community, asking for feedback, asking for sweat, right? Um, doing the work with us. So um, it's a community plan, and we, we definitely sh- definitely plan to make sure that continues throughout the implementation of the plan. And I feel like everyone that's listening to this broadcast has something that they could definitely add to this plan. So everyone who's Absolutely. listening who wants to be involved, reach out to us, reach out to commissioners, uh, reach out to speak at public comment. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the more people we have in this, the more impact we're going to see. You're right, Max. I think, you know, we'll make sure you have opportunities and access to do that. But you got to do your part and come on, show up. So hopefully our community is is excited as we are about moving this forward. Okay. Well, I think that's all the time that we have today. Um, We encourage everyone, again, to visit buncombecounty.org and sign up to be part of the conversation. We absolutely must thank uh, Elder Hayes and WRES and Miss Sophie for helping make this happen. And thank you for helping us create a space to talk about these really important community matters. Thank you.